Hi, this is Amber. I'm a healer and a teacher based predominantly in London. And today's podcast is focused on the subject of time. Um, This isn't going to be a hugely scientific uh, podcast talking about the physics behind time, because that certainly isn't my uh, strength. But For me, it's quite interesting to notice the language that we use around the concept of time, um, especially in the healing work that I facilitate. And just as a general observation, living in a city where it seems as if we never have enough time to honour ourselves or to complete tasks that aren't um, on some deadline. And it seems especially that we live in, when we live in cities, that we it just feels like we don't have enough time. And um, the constant that I hear is is of not having enough time, not enough time to eat, to sleep, to do, do the things that we want to do, to finish projects, to start projects, to go away, to, um, to honour one's healing process. And so I am just, as is always the intention with these podcasts, just going to place some uh, seeds of thought out there to see which may take root and which may be easily recycled for those that may be listening. Time for me is a malleable concept. It, it, it is something that we are able to bend and play with. And how do we know this? Well, we know this because when we are engaged in those activities or projects or with those people that bring us joy, that open our hearts, make us feel as if we are truly aligned with our truth, with who we are, with the greatest aspects of ourselves, then time has no dimension, it has no limits. And this is why we can be happily engrossed in something and then suddenly look at the clock and realise that a whole day has passed and we didn't once think of time, we didn't once feel as if we didn't have enough time. And similarly, we can be unhappily engrossed in a project or in a conversation and 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 be constantly clock watching because suddenly 15 minutes feels like 10 hours so time is a very subjective concept dependent on how we are feeling about the activity or activities that we are engaged in at that time or at that moment um in time um And for this reason, I believe that we are therefore able to do whatever we wish to with time. So some of the constant phrases that I hear often in healing sessions and that I have said myself and probably still say myself being a struggling human being like the next, um, trying to find my place in the world is I don't have enough time. It isn't the right time. I didn't have enough time. Uh, there aren't enough hours in the day, when I have time, when it will be the right time. Um, And basically, for me, all these phrases imply is that we are not in control of our lives. If we feel that we don't have enough time, that's not because there aren't enough hours in the day. We've been given a, a structure of measuring time and that structure that we all adhere to, although we don't need to, but we choose to adhere to, is that we have 24 hours in a day. And that's because we choose to construct our day um, in a certain way, sunset to sunrise. 
We could choose to construct our days in other ways. We could say that a day is actually two sunsets and two sunrises. And so we would have a lot more uh, time to play with in, a, in the construct of a day. But for our purposes of, of living, um, most places in the world uh, that follow this structure follow a 24-hour structure of what equals time. So when we say I don't have enough time, we're basically saying that 24 hours in a day is not enough for us. And I do wonder about the validity of that. Yes, we're not awake for all of those 24 hours, although we could choose to be. Yes, we do need to sleep for some of them, and we do need to eat for some of them, and we shall need to perform necessary functions like going to the bathroom and having a shower and brushing our teeth and, and you know, some of the other necessary things to, to survive as human beings in a physical body. But that's still implying that even if we take away 10 hours for all of that, which is quite a lot, that 14 hours is still not enough for us to achieve everything that we need to achieve in a given day. And again, I just frankly do not believe that. I just, it just doesn't feel like that can possibly be a truth. Um, of course, in some circumstances... It may well be a truth if we are working an accident and emergency, if we're putting out fires, um, if we're in a state of crisis. You know, these are these are sort of heightened states to be in. If we're, the heightened state is to be an accident and emergency as a doctor or a nurse or a paramedic or someone that's involved in that situation, a heightened state is to be in a state of crisis. So that would be putting out a fire or being, you know, involved in that whole situation. But luckily, most of us, do not choose to live our lives in a heightened state of crisis or are not living our lives in a heightened state of crisis. And yet we tell ourselves that it is a heightened state of crisis. Responding to an email is certainly not a state of crisis in the same way that putting out a fire is. Therefore, we do have a lot more malleable time at our, at our um, disposal if, if, the, if the biggest things on our list are answering emails. You know, if the biggest thing on our list that we have to do that day is put out a fire, fair enough, that's going to take up a big, big section of your time. But if the biggest thing on our list is answering an email or, you know, writing up a, typing up a document or um, making a phone call, then, then really, you know, I think we need to reassess our relationship with time. One of the things that I have noticed in myself is how easily time is wasted doing things that we kid ourselves are important but actually are not. So I can spend, you know, sometimes when I'm distracting myself from the things that I really need to do, I can spend a good hour aimlessly sifting through Facebook or Twitter, pretending that I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing stuff, I'm networking, I'm, I'm promoting the healing work, or I'm relaxing, or, uh, you know, I'm connecting with the friends, but actually none of that's actually true, because that time is much better spent getting one's projects done, picking up the phone and having a conversation with a friend, uh, going out into the world and actively talking to people about the things that you're passionate about and having those connections, then being spent trawling through, say, Facebook or Twitter or any other social media that we may be, uh, feel, that we may feel attached to in our modern age. So it comes down to our relationship with time and how we're spending our time. And I think how we spend our time is a really good reflection of how we feel about ourselves. Whether we're spending our time in distraction, whether we're spending our time in obligation, 
or a sense of duty or whether we're actually spending our time doing the things that are nourishing and important for us and that bring us joy. I believe that a big, a big slice of our life and a big slice of our day is best spent doing those things that give us joy. And if along the way, those things that give us joy also happen to pay the bills, how much better? Now, people will often say, well, the things that bring me joy don't give me money. And so I have to do this job that I really don't enjoy. But you know what? It pays for me to go on a holiday or it pays for me to have a nice home. And I completely understand that. I understand that we live in a society where at the moment our predominant means of exchange is paper, is money. Um, But, you know, there was a time when we would have exchanged services or goods with each other and there would have been a a bartering that would have gone on. Um, And we don't have that uh, in 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 our society. For example, in London, you know, there are places where you can go to swap services. But as a whole, if you went into a high street store and you wanted to buy some food or some clothes and you said to the, the person behind the counter, could I exchange these clothes for a service that I provide like accountancy or I could come and you know do your garden or I could come and clean for a week I'm not sure how that would be received although it would be a very exciting prospect if each one of us started to do that to see how our society may change but because at the moment we're wrapped up in paper money I do understand that often we need to take on those uh, roles in life that we would rather not because we feel that we are hemmed in by the requirements of society to have a home or to have a car or, or, or whatever it is of a certain standing. However, my belief is if we are doing the things that bring us joy, that shall raise our vibration and that shall open us up to more opportunities. And if we are in a place of joy and a place of happiness and a space of love and a space of a higher vibration, a higher resonance, if we are aligning with our true selves and the main reason why we are here and why we came to this planet, then there is absolutely no reason why we shall not be financially rewarded for that that gives us joy. It simply doesn't make sense that if we are doing the things that bring us happiness, we would not be rewarded in some way. Um, It may not come in the form that we would expect or we would feel is the best form, but it may still, it will still come in a form that shall be off reward. So we may not get a big hefty check in the post, but we may be given the opportunity to live in a lovely home. Um, and Or we may be given the opportunity to, to go on a retreat or visit other lands. I mean, reward always comes. And I think just as our concept of time needs to be seen from a wider perspective, our concept of reward and remuneration needs to be seen from a wider perspective as well. What I intrinsically feel when I hear, I don't have enough time, it isn't the right time, is distraction. I do believe that yes, it is important that things feel right for us and we follow our intuition. However, there is no such thing as the right time, just as there is no such thing as the right decision. All we have are choices, and in terms of the right time, all we have is time. And it is up to us whether we choose to make the time now the right time for us, or whether we choose to make it the wrong time. If we enter into a situation, a negotiation, a contract, uh, um, an involvement, uh, we take a step, we, we make a change, and we say to ourselves, this isn't the right time, 
Well, we've already predicted, we've already manifested the outcome of the very thing that we are start trying to begin or, or trying to create. If we step onto um, a, a new path or we create a new project or we, we, st we start something uh, afresh or something new and we say this is the right time because I will it so, then we make it the right time. Then we've created a positive outcome because we will it so. So what I'm trying to put out there is the acknowledgement that we are masters of our own lives, that we are creators of our own lives. Now, for those of you with a spiritual belief, you very much know, I am sure, um, that we are co-creators. So we are our physical selves, are busy creating in the physical realm, and we are given assistance by the spirit, spiritual realms um, to, to co-create the life that we wish to create here. And if, if for those of you who don't have a spiritual belief and you've stumbled across this podcast by any chance, then the way I look at it is that we have many selves and we have a physical self, but we also have a spiritual self. And our selves, uh, or our higher self, if you wish to give it that name, is the part of us that knows and sees everything. Um, it's in, in it, For want of a better word or a phrase, it's our intuition, it's our all-seeing self, it's our all-knowing self. And we all have this, and I would call it our God aspect. I would call it our divinity, our divine self, but we can give it other labels if it makes us feel more comfortable. And therefore, we are co-creating uh, with our physical selves and our higher selves. So we can make time be anything we need it to be. We can make any moment in time become the most perfect moment. Now, of course, there are going to be moments in time that are more beneficial to to doing certain things because, you know, the 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 the, the group consciousness around us is in the right resonance or the people that we wish to start a project with are all on the same page about this project or, you know, the, the planets are, are all in alignment and, and we've got all that support. But ultimately, even if we don't feel that we have that support, even if we feel that we're in the midst of a, of a battlefield and, and we don't know when that's going to change, it comes down to us saying, now is the time. I make it the right time. I will it so. And that's how we, we, we own our power. That's how we become uh, creators of our lives and masters of the, of, of the lives that we are here to lead. And so I think it requires from us a, a shift in perception of what time really means. We can, spend, we can spend an hour, a week, a month, years worrying about things and effectively wasting time uh, in fear in anger, in resentment, in bitterness, holding on to the past, and effectively wasting time. And we know this, we know that this is a possibility because we I'm sure so many of us have experienced that feeling of where did the last six months go, where did the last month go, where did the last year go? And if we look back on it, it went on energy being uh, spent on that which didn't serve us. And so time really did mean nothing. It did just go fl flit by it did just go or we can spend our time in conscious creation creating the life that we want to lead every single thing that we do in a day or at least five things that we do in a day or at least one should be bringing us ever closer to the truth of who we are to that which we wish, wish to to do in this lifetime to that which creates joy in our life if it doesn't if every single thing that we do in a day 
is not geared towards our truth, is not geared towards why we're here, is not geared towards bringing us joy, then we really need to reassess our relationship with ourselves and with time. Therefore, I feel that there is no, it's a complete fallacy to say I didn't have enough time or there wasn't enough time or it isn't the right time. The truth really, because really that's blaming a concept, we're blaming time for somehow being out to get us or stealing something from us or withholding something from us. That's not the truth. The truth is I am unable to make enough time for this right now. The truth is I am unable to make this the right time for this to happen now. The truth is I didn't make enough time to do this because I valued something else more than this. And that's far more truthful. And I think if we can be so starkly, starkly truthful with ourselves, it, it will empower us. It will set us free. So my invitation to you is the next time uh, you forget something, you forget a friend's birthday, or the next time um, you have to cancel an appointment, or the next time you're asked to complete something and you don't complete it, is rather than um, rather than dishing out this uh, mantra that has become a mantra of our modern age, I didn't have enough time, there wasn't enough time, um, it wasn't the right time, is to rephrase it in a way that puts you in control. And it might be an uncomfortable rephrasing, but it will be more authentic. So the truth may be, I didn't make time for this. This wasn't important enough for me to make time for. I valued something else greater than buying your birthday present. Or uh, I valued something else greater than being able to make the meeting appointment that was yesterday morning. Or I didn't create time in my life to complete this project because I wanted to spend my time doing something else. And it's uncomfortable and it's even tricky to phrase, but I think the more tricky and uncomfortable it is as we stagger our way through it, the more truthful it is. And that's my invitation to you, for those that feel time runs away from you, that you don't have enough time, that it wasn't the right time, that you just start to word things, phrase things slightly differently. What I feel when I'm in a healing session and a client says to me, I didn't have enough time, the first, I mean, obviously it depends on the circumstances, but what I tend to feel is you don't feel you are worth making time for. That's why you didn't finish your rituals or do, listen to your meditations or whatever it is that you were asked to do. You don't feel that you're important enough. And conversely, you feel I'm not important enough and this work isn't important enough to you because you valued something, you valued something else more than this. And if we can look at what we value more than, it will start to give us an idea of where our priorities may be and if we want our priorities to be there. So, so often people will come in for healing sessions and they desperately want change in their lives. I want to change this in my life. I want to bring that into my life. I want a relationship or I want a better career or I want to be healthier. 
And then they're given the opportunity to do that. They're given the means and the ways to, to do that. And I clear time in my diary. I make sure that I'm there and I'm available and I turn up on time for the healing sessions and I honor our time together and I honor our time when we're not together, making sure that any work that they need is there because they are my priority. The work is my priority. I don't place anything else above it. It's my priority. It's my work. It's my joy. It's what I feel passionate about. So when I see someone come in and they say they want all these changes in their life and then we fall into a pattern of I didn't have enough time, I had a meeting to go to, I didn't have enough time, I had a birthday party I needed to go to, I didn't have enough time, I, you know, I had a deadline to meet. What I'm really hearing is the thing that I say I really want, I'm just not prepared to, to start to shift things in my life to really put my focus on there. I'm putting my boss or my deadlines or uh, my desire for eight hours sleep above this thing. And it might sound a bit far-fetched for me even to say, you know, I'm putting eight hours sleep above this. But you know what? If you really want something and it means for one night or two nights not getting eight hours sleep but getting five hours sleep, so be it. How much do you want the thing that you say you want? So often we say we want things in life and yet we're unprepared to do the work that it really takes to get that, to achieve that. And it will often involve some form of sacrifice, some form of negotiation within ourselves to say what is more important right now. Is it eight hours sleep or can I actually do without so I can really do this thing that will help me get to the place I want to get to? Seeds for thought. I place the seeds for thought out there and I invite you to think about your relationship with time, to really sit with that and to ask yourself, what do you prioritise in your life? And the things that you prioritise in your life, are they the things that genuinely bring you joy? And if not, then why is all your focus going there? And how can you start to change that? Step by step, day by day, moment by moment. Time is malleable, time is off we, time is what we make of it. Uh, we are masters of our own lives. Perhaps this podcast seems as if it went on interminably, <laughs> which perhaps may mean it doesn't resonate with you. And perhaps it feels like only five minutes have passed. Um, and so that will give you a good example of time and how subjective it really is in our lives. If anything that I've said resonates with you, then please do have a look at, at the website. The address is sacredspacehealing.org that's sacredspacehealing.org um, and there's a section there on the healings and the teachings offered as well as mp3s and there's a, there's a blog page as well that may call to you and so until the next time so it is and so it shall be